Welcome to Ridge to Ridge Outdoors podcast. Based out of Southern California, we talk hunting, tips and tactics, the outdoors, and everything in between to help our fellow hunters find success. Brought to you by Victory Archery, the carbon arrow experts. Supported by schoutdoors.com, the largest Southern California hunting forum. Sponsored by Archery Geeks Custom Strings. Use promo code RIDGE15 to save 15% off your order. All righty, guys. Thanks for tuning in another episode. Uh, it's Sunday again. Me and John were just kicking back in his garage. We actually have had a quite a quite a busy morning. We, yeah, uh, we getting up a little early and yeah, ran down to uh, so, or East County, San Diego, and got together with a bunch of buddies, good people, yeah, out for an uh, archery shoot. Little, uh, I guess, impromptu. Yeah. invite three D maybe you it could was, call. Yeah, it was super <laughs> cool. It was uh, yeah. uh, 10, 12 targets. Something like that. I don't even remember. But, they were you know. they were long shots too. They're very technical. Yeah, it was. Uh, there was some crazy stuff going on down there. It was yeah. awesome. Yeah, thanks to uh, Travis SD Muleys for putting that on with his guys, and uh, it was really cool. We got to shoot with a uh, legendary San Diego hunter, Bill Simmons. Yeah, oh Bill Simmons. <laughs> yeah, dude. shooting with that guy's a kick in the pants. Dude, you know, legendary. Yeah, he's a good guy. He's definitely a yeah. good guy. We uh, there's also a couple other people we could shout out. Man, there was. Uh, I think his tag name's at Johnny Ryan, uh, yeah. SD Birds on SCH Outdoors. Uh, yeah, he's a yeah he he Johnny's he, a handful, dude. He's a cool guy, he's a, dude. He's a killer, bro. <laughs> he he's a handful. He's a he's a comic, bro. I like <laughs> that guy. He's hilarious, dude. He's a good guy. And then uh, obviously Bruce from the Bow and Arrow Shop down out of Lakeside, uh, he was there, but they were shooting on a different group. But ton of cool people, good good time, and and just want to give him a shout out and say you know yeah. look those guys up. Those are good guys. It was pretty fun. Yeah, it was a good time. That being said, speaking of archery shooting, you yeah. actually have a new set of your strings on, and they're Archery yeah, Geek we got Custom our, Strings. Yep, we happen to have our sponsor, uh, yep. Evan from Archery Geek's Custom Strings here yes, with we us do. today. You want to say hi, Evan? What's up, guys? <laughs> All right. <laughs> that's that's so, awesome. Go ahead real quick, Evan. Just go ahead and give yourself a plug, like who you are, how long you've been working on bows. How long you been tuning string or like making strings and all that kind of stuff? Go ahead and give yourself a shout out. So I've been shooting for almost 10 years now, I think. Kind of lose track after the first first year of shooting. Right. I've been building strings, is it three years now, JP? No, uh, longer than that. It's it's 2000, you're pushing four. Four, yeah. Yeah. Pushing four now. Yeah. And you've, you know, and I, I've watched that, you know, you do from, from your the start to where you are now. Yeah. And, you know, and it's been quite quite a trip yeah and each string it's always getting better too which yeah is nice to it's see. It, it's getting better helps having a tech background too i mean oh, working yeah. on bows for five years now it's a tech yeah too. well i i met you i met you at faith armory yeah and now you've obviously since moved on since that place has gone under but yeah you've been you've been teching on bows for a long time yeah. i remember coming in on you know i'd hog out at work or whatever and i'd be off the day and you'd be in there i'd come in and just hang out with you all day and like tweak on bows man just try to eat all the knowledge i could about it right there's so much excuse me there's so much knowledge that's needed to be able to work on a compound bow that like i don't recommend anybody unless they have an idea of what yeah, they're doing unless, to work yeah. on unless you have bows. the correct tool right exactly <laughs> i mean or it's going to be a come apart yeah, yeah. It, it is and it and it was like to see you working on bows way back when when i saw you i don't even know how old you were back then you know i mean five years ago four years ago I have no idea. How old are you now? Twenty one. Yeah. You're twenty one now. Yeah. Oh man. In July. So yeah, you yeah you were you were young. <laughs> yeah, dude. he's a month older than Jared. Yeah. Whoa. 
So you are that young. Yeah. Dude, you got a lot of knowledge for being that young, man. That's what happens when you start young. <laughs> yeah, that is. It's crazy. Yep. But, dude, just to just to have you work through the problems I always had with my bows and whatnot and help me be a better archer, it was it was good because besides being a crazy techie dude on bows, you're, you're, you're one hell of a shot too, man. Yep. Also, you know? back to his tech, and he – he was never afraid to try something. Oh yeah. Whether it was going to go bad or good. Right. <laughs> well, clearly he would it, try it. Dude, clearly it was his youth, you know. But you have to respect somebody that's going all in on it. Oh yeah, it's super cool, man. So, dude, how did the string company come about, man? Let's talk about that a little bit. Honestly, it was when Faith went under. Yeah, that was, you were kind of looking for a way out, kind of how. Yeah. Like well, it's like well, well, I got all this stuff and I I can do it, so why not? Because you were making strings at Faith, like mm-hmm. you had your little string booth there. You're you know you're stretching strings all the time, like yeah. all that kind of stuff. And you you were throwing together sets of strings while you were there, and that was super cool too. But I I I have just when we start talking about strings, man, I just lose. I'd like <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing, dude. It don't even, you know? So I got this my bow right here, and I got the latest set of. Uh, X99 material on this bow that Evan made. And this set of strings, I think, is probably by far, you know, I would say it's probably your best set yet for this bow in particular. For your bow in particular? Yes, for my bow in particular. I I was able to slam these babies on here, and it tuned, I mean, it tuned fast. And it's holding pretty well. Right. And... I don't know. I mean, it's they're working great. Yeah. When like so. so, tell me this, Evan. When you're throwing together a set of strings, does it matter? I mean, obviously they all have to be spec'd, yeah. right? You got to build them to yep. spec, otherwise they're going to be unsafe. The bow won't tune out, all that kind of stuff, right? So, outside of that, do you? Is there different ways of like setting or putting together a set of strings? Like as far as the servings go, all that stuff. Like I said, man, I have no idea when it comes to strings. When there I when is, I need a set, I say, Evan, give me a set. You go, okay. Yeah. There is, there is a handful of different ways to build a string in terms right. of how you serve the loops, whether you serve it or not, whether you how, which way you twist it, which right. way you serve it. Um, the way I found has just always worked for me, and it's the more safest one I've seen for people. Right. Um, so I actually serve the loops on your strings. I don't use the exposed material and wrap around like a lot of yep. people do. Right. I, I like that. Yeah, I use Halo Serving. I make it clear so you can see the color. Right. Everyone likes to see color on it. And they stay tight. Yeah. They do stay tight. Yeah, I always make sure I get the right loop length for each manufacturer. Everyone's got a different peg size for their for the string or for the cable. Right. Now, tell me this. Like, if you if someone brought you in, like, what's the... Okay, real quick. What's the weirdest bow you've thrown a set of strings on? Uh, I mean, you're all into those Oneida bows. I mean, that, oh, yeah, to me... Those Oneidas aren't too crazy because it's one string I have a side cables. side oh, okay. note about the Oneida. If we can just... Bill Simmons, oh. legendary San Diego hunter, has an Oneida. <laughs> yeah, man, you might be able to get it off him, bro. And I told him that our string maker... Yeah, has was, a hard on for those. <laughs> yes. <laughs> they could be besties. <laughs> so, yeah. All right, so... So back, so back to it. What's that? What's weirdest bow? It would have to be an old Martin Dyna bow. Now, was that because it wouldn't tune, or was well, it? So the thing is, the top limb has no cam; it's just a limb, right? And the bottom is a cam. Wow! So, so it just has what, like a bar on the limb? No, it just ha- it has or, a peg for the on the uh, yeah. limb tip for the string, and then it wraps around the cam, and then you yeah. have another cable um, tip for it for the cable that wraps around the cam too. Ooh. Really. 
Yeah. And, and you made a set of strings for that? Yeah. Was it called a Martin Solo Cam? Or? Yeah, yeah. It, it's Could've the same been. similar specs to a Solo Cam, but it's just it's an interesting design. But no roller, right? No. <laughs> that's that's kind of weird. Yeah. I didn't even know they made a bow like that. It was the old, anymore. They only made it for about three days. The old days. Deal. Well, the lawyers told them they couldn't make it or <laughs> yeah. something. I don't know. Lawyers came out and said, oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. We're done with that, you know. But, well, that's cool, you know. Like, uh, what 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 equipment are you using when you're building strings? Like, your table. What's your table? Because that was kind of like a custom table, wasn't it? Didn't we build that thing for the, you? The table's custom. Yeah. Generally, the, the machine is... Yeah, the, the machine's specialty. from specialty archery. It's their super server. I think I still have the 600. Okay. But they make faster models, which the only difference is it goes faster than right. than the 600. You don't need any more than that when serving on it. Yeah. Unless you're really trying to save time. It doesn't make too much of a performance right. difference. But ev- everything else is BCY um, pegs. Right. To get the string built. And okay. Specialty super server. Right. And that And that's, is that like. Is there okay? Once again, I don't. I know nothing about this stuff, but is that like top of the line gear? Yeah, you know what I mean. It's, it's up there. It's good, it's, good quality stuff. I don't know anybody else that makes this right now. Making machine. There are is, two other companies there, I know there of. There are two other. Com- okay, that they've just started making them. One's Baker, and the other one I think is Bloodline Products. They've started to make their serving machines. Right. Especially archery machines over the. Mm-hmm. I mean, they've been around they're, longer. They're <laughs> awesome machines. Yeah, I mean, the fact I that... Mean, that I, when listen. you get to sit there and watch them get made, it's just pretty cool. Well, that's you what know, I'm saying. Electronics and, and when he first and started making strings way back, it's four years ago or whatever it was, it was like I would sit there on my days off and just literally watch you make strings and stretch and tie and all this stuff. And it's like, God dang, man, that's so technical. <laughs> you know, I, I mean, I don't know if it is per se if it's technical, but like to me, it it's hard. It's... Like, there is more finesse into it when you're right. like doing little the, finesse. the loop ends. There's a little right. little little counting. Yeah, a lot of counting. <laughs> so quite a bit of math involved too. Right. Now was there is there a learning curve when you put those things oh, yeah. together? Definitely. You, right. I think that that first year from the six months to the first year was a big learning curve. Was it? Yeah. Were you like, oh, this cable's, uh, yeah. you know, uh, 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 <laughs> and then uh, rebuild it. <laughs> but so the, it's, it's all right. Yeah. I mean, it happens clearly, you know. I mean, it's not like you went you to college to, for it. You have to start somewhere. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the fact that the these strings are top notch now is, is uh, I like it, man. It's a testament to your skill and, and your knowledge base, yep. you know, and, and you're able to put them together. And, and you know what? This Anybody worrying about their peep creeping? It's, you know, once I got her dialed in, she hasn't moved. She ain't so, moved. Yeah. Tell so, me this, dude. Material-wise, what kind of material are you using? Right now, primarily X99. Um, okay. 452X, they did revamp it. They got rid of the creep. They got rid of the abrasion on it, so it functions more like X99. The only difference is X99 is thinner. So okay. So yeah. more strands to build the right diameter string, which right. in turn makes it rounder. Everyone says a rounder string is going to function better for you because it's not flat. Right. So I'm, I'm going to be bringing in, I have XI9, I'll be bringing in 452X, and for the recurve and Olympic shooters, I'll bring in 652, the spectrum material, just because that's what they love. Right. Um, the Koreans all, all shoot that, the flashlight <laughs> right. material. So what, what is it? Flashlight material? Flashlight. Fast flight. Fast flight. Oh, okay. Yeah. I think it's a flashlight. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. There's if you just go on BC's BCY's website and right. you'll be mm-hmm. mind blown. Right. <laughs> they have a description of every fiber on there, mm-hmm. what it does, right. and everything, what's what it's made out of, and I everything, mean, all it, the science on it. What What did you used to make strings out of? Remember, we used to do like uh, it was BCYX. X99 yeah, the BC, yeah. is the improved version of X. Okay. So they, they just they they used SK99. 
to thin it out a little bit and eliminate that creep. Right. So between X99 and 452X, they have the same amount of lack of creep. Okay. You know, they're both on the stiffer, much stiffer side of material. 452X is still considered stiffer right. because it has more Vectran into it. Okay. But they use SK79, which is a more stretchy Dyneema material, whereas right. X99 uses SK99, which is, is not a stretchy Dyneema material. Yeah, so basically what Evan is saying <laughs> is that the stuff he's running now is... Uh, it, it doesn't have a whole lot of stretch. Yeah, yeah. Right now, don't don't so. worry about it, yeah. you know? Whether you well, go with X99 or 452X, you're not going to get much stretch or creep out of it. Right, right. I mean, I pre-stretch all my strings to begin with. Right. So that you have that initial break-in period when you put them on because... Well, I think, no ev- everything, I think every set of strings, and I don't yeah. think anybody ever will get away from that, right? No. I mean, you put... These are literally ticking time bombs, and you put, you know, I don't even know how many pounds of pressure go on to each limb, right, on these cams. So mm-hmm. it's like... Obviously, with weather and what, you know, if temperature, humidity, all of that stuff, things stretch. So you always have to get your break-in time for sure. And that's one thing that I've always learned from you is that, like, it doesn't matter. You can have a brand new set of strings. You can leave the pro shop shooting bullet holes, you know, that day. Go home and it's 100 degrees outside and, and, you know, you go shoot with your paper. Yep. And Mm -hmm. And it's going to... It's going to lengthen out just a, yeah. just a tiny, tiny, tiny bit. It's yep. just going to give a little twist. A little things twist, are gonna, You know, and that could be the difference between you winning or losing. Yeah. Right and, there. And that's mm-hmm. like the whole reason why, you know, it is, if you got a hunt coming up, you got a new set of strings, man, just go throw yeah. 100 arrows through it and take it back to the pro shop, yep. right? I mean, you, you need to make sure your bow is tuned. It, uh, it's kind of crazy. Do you, do you ever think or see at some point, right? I mean- of them getting away from it? Cause I know I just said you'll never get away from having that happen, but do you think it'll, uh, that's hard to say. Cause you, you put in the, the fact that when I'm building the strings are under a lot of tension, the hundreds of pounds of tension. Right. And then, you know, I have to take it off that tension. There's no tension onto them. Right. Strings either, whether I ship them out to you or you pick them up at a, a store, they're not going to be under tension when you pick those strings up. Right. And then they're also under on tension onto a bow. So they're going to have that settle in part right. period because of the fact they're not you under did. tension for such a long time. Yep. They pulled back a little bit and then you right. stretched them again and then they're going to uh, yeah. settle and, you know. Without a doubt. Yeah, I, no. I mean, I've thrown like three tunes on this since I got them, but that's me because. Well, I you're have, just OCD, I ha- bro. Well, I have the equipment to do <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, and then not only <laughs> that, it, we're sitting there at that shoot today and you're like, oh, yeah, I just tuned it. And I was like, oh, damn it, we got to recite this thing in. I just can, I shorten these arrows up and, you know, all that stuff. But, you know, I mean, once once you get once you get your strings broken, Evan, like honestly, man, once they're broken, man, you really have no outside of just. Yeah, normal wear and tear uh, tuning, you know. You'll, you'll you'll get quite a few shots off of it before you even have to uh, throw some tune right. into it. And I'll tell you what, your strings have never let me down on a hunt. So yeah, I'll tell you that good. much too, man. <laughs> yeah, without a doubt, dude. You know, so, your servings aren't splitting on me none of that shit. Yeah, you know? the shit ain't blowing apart when I'm you know trying to shoot the buck of the woods. Have you uh, teching on bows? Have you ever had one coming apart on you? A string? Well, no, not like <laughs> or a bow. Or just a bow in general. <laughs> or a string, whatever. I, I mean, I'm just saying, just tacking on a bow. I've never had one happen to me personally. I've seen it happen to other people. Okay. All right. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Jared went to the doctor's office. Yeah, there was one. that one. He <laughs> came out the bow press? No, he was t- taking poundage off the bow and the limb bolt broke. Ah, uh, and then bumped him in the head or what happened? Yeah, whacked him right in the head. Did it drop him? I wasn't there. No, it was enough that they sent him to urgent care. Mm-hmm. Yeah, damn. Didn't Joanna have one like who hit the ceiling? That was Joanna too. 
<laughs> it was with a, a Bowtech. It <laughs> popped out of the press and went straight up. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's a yeah. scary thing. It made a mark on the tiles. On oh, the over at Faith. <laughs> yeah, it, it happened. I mean, that. so that's cool, man. So where where uh, where do you see Archer Geek Custom Strings going? Like, what's your, what's your business, Mom? Are you trying to just pump them out, you know, more of a, or more of a boutique style? Hey, guys, you need a set of strings. I'll make them up for you. Are you trying to get, like, production? Like, you I know do want to I mean? get in a bigger production. I mean, I'm probably having the custom choice right? and having the performance with that custom choice. That's when I, I want everyone to have what they need. Right. You know, and have that, the choice of what other color combination they want. Right, right. You know, I'm not – it's it's custom strings for a reason. Right. You know, yeah. I want to be able to give that to every archer I can. Yeah. They have so many colors nowadays, don't they? Mm-hmm. They will damn near – find your color i yeah. guess yeah you know yeah there's a lot of there with the colors i uh, you give the disclaimer if you get like a uh, a black and a uh yellow black mm-hmm. comes through like you see through the colors right yeah if you get let's say like you do a black string color and like a fluorescent yellow serving right that black's, black is going to bleed through that serving like nothing it does huh because that Especially. serving's wrapped so tight onto it right it looks clear yeah it starts to clear out that's why when you use white serving it turns clear really mm-hmm. yep Dang, yeah, I didn't know that. Trick is, tricks of the trade. Yeah. So if you want bright color serving, do bright color string material. Unless you want that dark color to show. Right. No shit, huh? Yeah. Damn. Well, I mean, listen, dude, that's uh, that's good stuff. I'm glad you're still making strings. and, yeah, and uh, we, we appreciate you. Yeah, absolutely, man. Do you, you have anything in the works coming? You know what I mean? Like what? Like, I mean... I don't know. Like, you got anything in the works as far as like what bows are you shoot now currently? I've got the new Prime Black Five. Okay, oh, that bow shoots great. You like that? I'm really happy with that bow. I still have my Bowtech. It's hard hard to shoot that one with the Prime though. Hmm. Interesting. Why? Uh, the Prime's so customizable, man. I can, I can get the the precise let off and draw length I want with I, the Prime. Yeah, I've got it set at like twenty eight and three eighths. Oh, now wow. why, now why is that? Is it is it just the way the cams that. are? Yeah. And you can just lock it in at. Mm-hmm. So it's not. Yeah, it's got a cable stop that adjusts between the cams. I've never shot a prime, really? so I don't you know anything. Get it. I don't know anything about a prime. Neither have I. I. I just remember shooting Animal League up at Riverside Archery, and Evan. It was like last year, and you're like, "Oh, dude, this prime is like the bow." And I'm like, "Yeah, whatever, man. <laughs> Shoot my Bowtech. You know, it was when I had my rain. Well, maybe, uh-huh. maybe we'll have to look at one. I don't know. I mean, you were saying back then that it was like dead in your hand with no mm-hmm. stabilizers on. It just flipped that, that perfect. Bow's extremely balanced. Which one was that? I think that was the CT5 or the CT3. Uh, yeah, I just remember, and I was all talking about, you know, the RX or the RX3 at the time, all that kind of stuff. Uh-huh. Just like hey, wanting to shoot all these new bows that came out, and you're like, oh, you need to shoot that bow. I don't even think I did. I was like, yeah, whatever. You know, I don't even think I did shoot it. But that's the one. So you actually, what'd you pick up? You did say it, but I didn't catch it. What did this you pick up? This was the Black 5. And that's the one you got. Mm-hmm. And you benched your Bowtech for that. Yes. Wow. <laughs> really? Wow. Damn, you've been a Bowtech guy for a long time, too. Yeah. You have a BTX. You have a... Had a Prodigy. have the SR6. I still have it. You I still can, have I'm all not, three of them? No, I still have the SR6. I'm not getting rid of that one for okay. a while, but... I mean, it's... That Prime's a shooter. That Prime's your shooter, huh? Maybe we'll check out a Prime. Maybe. I mean, I would like to shoot it. What kind it. of axle axle are they? Really they have running? a 31, a 33, and a oh, 35. I'm out. I'm out. I'm already out. Yeah, I know you... you I'm already out. Well, little yeah. Tri-axle. Yeah. yeah. I'm a like short, short bow guy. Dude, he wants a 28 axle axle. 20 to 8 is the perfect size for me chasing deer. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you can get it shooting, but 
I just, for whatever reason, I like, a, I think it's because obviously I'm a long guy mm. and bigger, you know, I need a longer axle axle just to be able to a get the draw length out of it. Right. I think I'm close to 31 or, or I am 31. So a 28 inch axle to axle is not going to do me no good. Be like a toy for you. Yeah. Yeah. You <laughs> look funny. It's, like little, it's like those little PSE bows, you know, <laughs> dude, have you shot that new one? Have you shot that new one? Dudley came out with, with PSE. Yeah. How do you like it? I mean, honestly, I mean, hey, we don't have any affiliation. Yeah. I'm not a big fan on the color choice. Just that, the that. OD green with, with the, the fluorescent green strings. Is that the only, is that what it comes? But Yeah, that's what you get with the Dudley bow. They are coming out with uh, black and I think like a tan right. for it too. So you don't have to have it with the OD green. But the bow shoot's great. It's a good bow. Yeah, it's the Evo 33. Yeah, see, John, I knew it. I knew it was the yeah, Evo 33. It's just knocked on out. Yeah, they have like, and then they, they put in like those little, uh, stand holders mm -hmm. like the screws so you can do like the the arrow or whatever they are i don't know mm -hmm. are they so gonna do come a bow stand onto it yeah. yeah are they gonna come out with some like newly designed stuff you know with dudley and oh they're gonna design? have to yeah he I said mean, well because when they did that podcast at ata that he had come out and he had said like look they i signed on and i was like no we need to make this happen within two weeks so that he just added his little tweaks to it and they made it happen yeah. but this year's bow 2020's bow in November for 2021, it's probably going to have something else on it. Maybe. Well, I, yeah, I would or, think. Or if they come out with a new or bow, the next. Probably, Dude, they, the PSE, PSE gave Dudley the house. and said, hey, what do you want? Let's did, do this. Did they partner him? I, I don't, don't know. know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know the specifics on did that. Did he get the keys to the city? <laughs> Dude, he was talking like they said, hey, man, here's the engineers. Like, get after it. So to think that Dudley's not going to design the best shooting bow possible. I don't even know how that yeah. worked with Hoyt. Honestly, I don't know if Hoyt. Just said, hey, what bow do you want? And we'll build it to your specs. And he had his hands in the RX series. I don't know. But I'll tell you right now, PSE for sure is going to let him just build a bow that oh, he yeah. feels is the best shooting bow out there, which that's the one that I would, without a doubt, want to shoot. I definitely want to try that out. No, it's just really smooth shooting bow. That 90% let off. Right. Jeez. Is, it's, it's definitely something that you have to shoot. And that, that, 90% let off. And yeah. that wasn't a bow that he designed. That was the... That was the well, Evo 33. I mean, that's yeah. just a little bit more. I mean, this one's at 85% let off. So. That, I can tell that 5% difference. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I don't, you, you don't let that bow down. You push it back down. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. He push it back. This, that, that sound effect is me pushing the bow string. Yeah, yeah. He's doing some hand <laughs> gestures, too. That's cool. But, yeah, no. So, we'll see what happens with that one. You know, I, I totally would like to see what they come out with for 2021. And that's yeah. in November when they normally come out? Between November or December, depending on the, the manufacturer. Right. I wish they would do it more towards ATA. Dude, me and John have had these conversations <laughs> numerous times, and, and we, we yeah, feel the same on this. We feel like... You should be able to have the new bow ready to go by hunting season, right. not releasing it in the middle or the end yeah. of hunting season. Because then everyone's going to want that during the right. season. You know, and you could ramp up production. Right. I think you could just absolutely kill it if you released your bow in March. Or for, April, yeah, but see, the, then you wouldn't for be the, that year's hunting season. But that would that the and the thing that we've gone back and forth know, with, but that wouldn't be the twenty twenty one bow. That would be the twenty twenty bow. So they release some for the, like twenty twenty one season is over a year away from us, and they release it about fourteen months prior to the season, right? So they release it in November for dudes to start hunting with it in September. So they put it out. Dudes hear reviews. They can go to the pro shop and shoot it. They can save for five months and then they can buy but the bow. But by the time you hunt with it, the new bow the is new out. Already and out. I like, know. And then you feel like shit. I get it. You know, you're like, oh, I just bought a it's brand like new. I, it's just like when you 
you know, back in the days when computers come out, and you're like, oh, I just got this Intel processor, and boom, they release this faster one, and you're like, oh. Right. No, I, I <laughs> get it. What I mean? I totally it, get it. It's just, to me, it, I feel like, obviously. They should release them in the spring. I agree. So yeah. you can hunt with them, and then by the time season ends, you know, you're like, dude, this see that new bow? And you're like, oh, my God, the new bows yeah. are out. And then you're like, woohoo. Yeah. I I, <laughs> I don't quite understand. And then I kind of feel like. And then you aren't like trying to call like I was calling around to all the shops because trying to I, get the one, trying to get that VXR. If somebody had that VXR in seventy pounds or seventy five with whatever I wanted, it right was like black and, and it was black and OD. Yeah, it was gray well, or something. I think it was the same color scheme. If somebody had it, I would have bought it right then on the spot. But yeah. nobody had it. And they're like, oh, we can order it and have it in two weeks. I'm like, dude, I'm not that guy. I'm yeah, like, you'll want it now. I want it right now, or I'm not going to get it. When they when they order in bows. When like say they release it in November, mm-hmm. when do you when would you get them? Depends on the manufacturer. I mean, all of them have their bad years. Right. Like Hoyt with the Defiant series, some people didn't get their bow for six to eight months. Yeah, oh, ouch. And then the Matthews bows this year, even then they were they were backed. I know some places didn't get theirs until February. With the VXR series, yeah. is and the v, is the VXR series a knockoff of the Halon? I would say it's an improvement. It's a yep. Halon. It's it's a progressive Halon bow. It's based off the Halon yeah. chassis. Yeah. And just improved. Well, they made the riser lighter. Okay. It's not as heavy. Do you think anymore. they're going to stick with, or do they got radical changes coming? I don't know. You don't know yet? You're not right. sure? No. What do you think about that VXR bow? Is it worth all the hype? For you, for you, you would probably like it, because you with your Matthews stand going on here. <laughs> yeah, you like that bow. That bow's cute. Look at that. That bow's fire, dog. But when you, when you shoot it, what do you what do you think? Not the bow for me. It's not yours. No, I'm, I'm, it's just the draw cycle. It's That's just not. It. See, I didn't like the RX draw cycle. Yeah, the RX three, like I was the, the, the draw cycles just they're not the one that I'm looking for. Right. Yeah, everybody's looking for different. Everyone, things. yeah, it's everyone. Like, you know, I'm not a fan of the Hoyt draw cycle. Right. You well, know? you're not a fan of carbon bows, period. Well, I mean, even my Defiant that I have right. hanging right over there. Well, that's true. You know, it's. It wasn't my favorite bow. Have, Evan, have you have you ever heard of a carbon bow going bad? Define going bad, like a the carbon, or? like you know, just the carbon failing, like an older bow. Like carbon breaking, carbon yeah, warping, like breaking down, like yeah, just uh, a few of the older Bowtech carbons they would. They, what about like, when they had the overdrive? Their right. risers would bend because of the the, yeah. the split. Bus what about the Hoyts? I haven't heard anything yet on the Hoyts, only when you do excessive dry fires or any other damage to the bow. I've seen well, a guy. Yeah. That, that's expected. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I'm willing to bet you dry fire my Bowtech one time. Is she done? I, I don't know. Uh, like maybe two. the old one. I've seen. Yeah, well. <laughs> <laughs> Not this new, this new one. I bet you she'd take it. Yeah, you're probably right. I don't know. Tim Gillingham. Jim Burns with yeah, I was actually just going to bring that up. He did. He yeah, did. how did he? How'd that happen? No, he had one of them thumb triggers, and he drew, and he was like talking as he was drawing back, and he just, I think he bumped it, and then he was like, I didn't even touch the trigger, and Jim was like, no, you bumped the trigger, dude. Like, <laughs> It's on YouTube. Check it out. It's funny. And, and he's like, and Jim actually told him, don't be dry firing that thing. Like, uh-huh. he had actually said that in the video. Like, be careful now. Don't dry fire that. You know, he's got the big old... Uh, uh, quivalizer on it all sticking out and boom dude drew back and whack man i don't think it was that full draw it was like 75 percent draw probably and then it went poof, poof, 
and it held together. I just yeah. I don't recommend dry firing any bow. No, don't. It's scary. You know, and I know it's, I I know I was talking shit right there about my bow, but I'm yeah. I mean, I would I would imagine that it's downright good. scary when it does that. Yeah, when they come apart, things not, start whipping around. Oh, it's yeah. not good. It's definitely not good. But yeah. Hoyt Hoyt don't doesn't Hoyt dry fire like in their testing? Yeah, they they say they got they the fifteen hundred dry fire sh- tests, but that's on the riser. That's not for cams and limbs. And strings. Oh, okay. So, so that's they, not. They, they change those. It's just to test riser strings. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know that. You can't just take a Hoyt and dry fire it 1,500 times. Well, I, like, I oh, it's still good to shoot. <laughs> yeah, I didn't I didn't know that. I thought they like literally put it on, what are they, the Hooter Tutor? Is Hooter that, Shooter. Yeah. yeah, the Hooter Shooter. <laughs> and they just rip shots off the thing, you know? Like I thought that's what, I thought that's what they did, man. No. And oh, we count 1,500. It's so good. No, these know? things, you know, like some of the Matthews, they come apart, you know, or you'll bend the cam. Right. Or. Or worse, mm-hmm. right? How? Uh, or if a cable comes off and hits you in the face, how long? Say, say you're an average shooter. No, say you shoot more than average. Okay. You know, say you go through two sets of strings a year. Oh, that's, that's a lot of shooting. That's a that's like what we all used to do. Well, I feel like that's why I feel like I'm an average that's shooter. A, that's not an average shooter. But I'm not a pro shooter either. I just feel like a I'm a dude that likes to shoot. Different. Well, that would be one. You know, one I don't set, know. One set, Listen. one set of strings a year. Okay, yeah. one set of strings a year. How long is a bow? A modern day bow. How long is that going to last somebody? How many people are still shooting bows from 10, 20 years ago? Uh, depends on what circles you run in because sometimes you see it. Exactly. I, yeah, I don't, but then well, it's like how many? We like, got 12. We got, we got a guy a buddy. with a 12. What year is it? 12 years old bow yeah. we shot with today. Yeah, and then we got our buddy Killer. He uh he shoots twice a year, and he'll run the same bow for seven years. Yep, same set of strings, too. And he and he just bought a new bow because it looked cool because he was, needed it. But that's what I'm saying. Like an average shooter. One set of strings a year. Like, how long would a bow... Before you're replacing you, cams As long as you take care of it, you can use it for a very long time. For a long time, huh? You couldn't even put a date on it. Like, you couldn't even put a time mm-hmm. frame. Just as long as you maintain I, I've it. I've yet to be like, you shot this bow too much, you can't use it anymore. <laughs> right. You know? What makes cams... Or what makes bearings and cams go wrong? Dry fire in it. Usage. <laughs> oh, shit. High weight. Yeah. It's like, you know, if I run, I run this bow maxed out, you know, the... It has a lot of stress on it. Obviously, more stress than like a sixty-pound bow would. Yeah, but I've always ran my seventy-pound bows at seventy pounds. I know, but it, it's a lot of stress. Right. So you're saying like if I was running any of my bows for seventy, if you're running your bow at between you know a fifty or sixty-pound bow, it's it's going to last longer than it will at seventy, probably. Yeah, I I don't know. Mm-hmm. I just or you know seventy-two to seventy-five. You know wherever I have it cranked to. Yeah, if you're putting extra twist in it. I got her. She's maxed out now, so. Well, I'm just saying, like, I I mean, obviously, bows, they last yeah. a long time. Mm-hmm. You can literally pull the old buy once, cry once on a bow and not have to worry about buying a new bow for years. Mm-hmm. And I, I do understand that. I was just asking, you know, just in general, like, how long does a bow last? You know, I've never been to a point where I was like, hey, man, I need a new bow because it's done. Right. I've never blown a bow up. Well, I did in Michigan, but <laughs> yeah, was that was, say. yeah, we, yeah we that, was, that was travel. That was, that was because of travel. But what happened to that bow happens to a lot of those bows. That cam stop comes out. Yeah, backed out, dude. Just like, remember the guy that shot himself, pulled back in the range mm-hmm. and shot the arrow into the riser into his hand? Yep. Dude, that's what, and uh, I, uh, see, on the same bow. You know what the crazy thing is? Is that could have easily happened to me in Michigan, but instead of going down, you it, just shot it, it went up and went through my sight. <laughs> yeah, man. It was pretty awesome to see that bow after that happened. I still have a scar right here, dude. And that was from the string coming apart. Just 
<laughs> at least you don't have carbon sticking out of it like that other oh, guy I did. Mean, at least I could have a cool <laughs> story about it, you yeah. know. Oh, I got poked with an arrow. Yeah, hey, you don't hear too many stories about people shooting their sights. Yeah, <laughs> no, I overdraw. Know, it was yeah, it was yeah. That's, bad. that's all it is. That was exactly so, what it is. Let's let's go back to some string stuff here. How long should you go with a set of strings before I you replace? I always it? recommend Th- one to two years. One to, just even if, yeah, even if you don't see a lot of fraying or serving separation, I always recommend it because you don't you don't know. One to two yeah. years. Mm-hmm. Every one to two years. Okay. I guess depending depends. on how much you shoot. How much you shoot, shoot a lot? I guess. Yeah, you shoot a lot. You know, obviously you're gonna right. want strings sooner. Mm-hmm. How often do you recommend waxing a set of strings? That all depends on how often you shoot too. Okay. You know, if the, the guys that shoot every single day, you know, like fifty to hundred arrows a day, they're probably wow. waxing their string once a week. Okay. And then there's the guys that will shoot three to five days a week, and they won't wax it for like a month. Right. What's a good rule of thumb? When you're waxing, just whenever you start to see fibers? Yeah, or it gets fuzzy, or you can tell it looks dry or discolored. Right. Now, or, if you get the fuzziness or the discoloration, that means you're running on older strings. You shouldn't get that with a new set of strings. Right, okay. But if you're seeing, if you're feeling them and they're they're not waxy, they're not sticky, they're right. just dry, then I would probably put some wax yeah. on it. Now, are, do you recommend being, like, super liberal oh, with, yeah. the, with it and just goop that stuff on? You don't need a lot. Yeah, little, just little a little a bit. Way. You don't a need a little bit. Yeah, don't do the servings, right? Nope, not yeah. the serving. We yeah, uh, okay. we know an old guy. You know, if uh, Cole, if you if you listen to this podcast, <laughs> we know what you did to those strings. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> no, <laughs> just uh, so make sure you only just wax the strings. Don't don't touch the yeah. servings. No, no need to wax the whole bow. No. Right, Cole, that's for you too. If you're listening, <laughs> what um, as far as D loop, a lot of guys, a lot of guys will not pay attention to their D loop. If it, so, what's the rule of thumb with a D loop? Like, if you start seeing fibers or what, like, just don't. If, even, if just, mine gets fuzzy or if, I, if it does open up, or I can see the fiber inside, I change it. And that's a white yeah. fiber inside. Yeah. It when in doubt, seeing white, change it out. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. You know, pay attention to your uh, knots. You know your melt points. You know if, oh, if yeah. you're starting to pull pu- pull it through. Yeah. You know, you're getting ready to punch yourself in the face. Yeah. So. And that's not fun when that happens. Yeah, uh, definitely not. Now, when you're tying on, when you're doing your D loops. Because some, some guys are like, I've watched string making online and like YouTube and whatnot, and some will like leave a super small burn on it, like a burn knock, you know? And they say, oh, because that, that self-biting knot that they tie, oh, that's enough, you know? But I always like when you do it, you always leave a fat fucking burn lock. Yep. Like you leave that. Mm-hmm. So yeah. just specifically so I don't punch myself in the mouth, yep. you know? Yeah, she ain't coming through. Right. My old man, I won't, I won't say what was done. Uh, he had his bow uh, knock put on it. And this was years ago, dude, before I even knew you guys. Like, and he was drawing back and he's like getting weak, you know, he's got bad shoulders. So he's like doing the old arc draw, you know, like oh, point straight the, up. The old, uh, yeah, yeah, the, the, old, the old, uh, old sky draw. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. old sky draw. That's how he gets 70 pounds. Yeah. He do it like this. Yeah. And, uh, he he was pulling back, man. I was sitting there, man, and I watched him bomb an arrow, dude, just like rainbowed an arrow, dude, out through his property, <laughs> like up over the interstate. And I was like, ah, oh, man, that's not good. And he's like, oh, you know, <laughs> it's all the knot pulled, you know. And I was like, gosh, dang, dude, that's not good. And he's like, I know, you know, could have killed someone. Huh, wow. You know? it, it, it It's one of those things, you know. But it was, uh, that's super cool. So there's tons of technical stuff that you go into. Mm-hmm. Now, is every set of strings basically the same? You know what I mean? Like, is the principle... Obviously, the principles are the same. Yeah, like, how I build it under the same right. foundation. I use all the same servings and materials. Like, for the string, I use 3D serving. For the cables, I use Halo serving, um, 14,000s. 
But like for the most part, the principle of how I build this is going to be the same. The lengths are going to be diverse, different, obviously. Right. And if you want to use a different material, that's going to be different too. Right. But pretty much, I'm the one that's building all of them. Right. We'll be under the same formula, same foundation. Right. Okay. So you you don't have anyone yep. working for you. Mm-mm. It's all you, hundred yep. percent custom in your shop. Mm-hmm. Nice, dude. And you you like, how do you, how do you do like quality control? You know what I mean? Like, are you just going over your knots second get? Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you just go and check them over all over. Mm-hmm. That's good. Yep. I, I mean, I, I know the lengths for the loops for each string. Right. So I make sure I'm at spec per the bow. Make right. sure all my my serving knots, the either the, the beginning and end or the end of the serving are all tight. Nothing's loose. Nothing's right. separated. Yeah, well, it all works out, dude. Now, do you use those, those speed knocks? What, what speed knocks are you using? Well, those are just uh, Saunders crimp on. Oh, they're like just a crimp. Brass knocks people would use on recurve bows. Right. Uh, that's pretty much what they are. Yeah. When you when you made my my set uh, on my rain, you you did that sweet heat shrink on it too. Mm-hmm. You know, that's good just stuff. Keep it from flying off and hitting you in the face. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> now is that is that plus they look cool? Is it? See, I don't know what I'm talking about, but they all seem to be placed specifically. Does it matter where they go? That's per the manufacturer. They designed yeah. that for speed and sound. Okay. So, I mean, you can play around with them. Right. By all means, go ahead. I'm not right. going to tell you not to. I've had people play around with them. But if you do, like, take some off, add some on, you're not going to get or gain too much. Right. Maybe some people get, like, a two foot per second advantage right. or disadvantage for it. But the manufacturer has figured out a way to keep the bow quiet as possible and as fast as possible. Right. So you just like you won't customize that. You'll just specifically go off manufacturer. No, everything details. based off manufacturer. They yeah. have that designed for a reason. Right. It's and, smart. Yeah. And instead of the, the you know the, the custom cable length or speed knock position. Yeah. Because if something goes wrong, you know who's who's to blame. Yeah. Exactly. Hey, you know? Evan, I almost died. And, you know. Yeah. Speed I mean, I would just without a doubt just spec everything. Yep. Always do that. That's good. You do that. So. There is a difference, right, between the custom strings and the manufacturer string as far as speed goes. Because mm-hmm. the, oh, there is yes, the manufacturer strings strings they don't they don't generally stretch it out as much as a custom string manufacturer would, or they would use a lower lower end material like mercury or eighty one twenty five versus four fifty two X or X nine nine. So custom string makers, you definitely get more of a, a speed and performance out of it than you would. I've done a side bow. by side comparison, you know, with two bows, identical bows set exactly to the same weight, and it was I, I don't know, fifteen feet per second what? more. Oh yeah, more. Yeah, on the custom on strings. the custom strings. That's what I've seen. Really? Mm-hmm. Dang, that is fast. So if you want to get some speed out of your bow, make sure you just yeah, get custom, a set of strings, custom strings. You know if. You know, they, they do help out. How how often do you see a set of custom strings that, or I'm sorry, not a custom strings. How often do you see to see a set of factory strings coming on a bow that are like, what's the tolerance that they would let come through their factory, you know, lengthwise? You know what I mean? You see what I'm saying? Like you get no two bows are the same for one. Uh-huh. Like obviously the strings have to be within spec. Yeah. What is the spec? You know, is it like, what's the variance? Is it quite a bit? Is there no variance? It, you <laughs> know the, what I mean? On the higher end stuff, there isn't much of a, a variance between them. They're all right. pretty accurate from bow to bow. Uh, some of the lower end stuff, you do get more variance into it. Right. Because it's, it's a price point bow. Because I've like read on like Rock Slide, like that form or whatever. Dudes are talking about strings that come from factories, right? And they say, oh, well, the, the quality control isn't there as far as length on them and mm-hmm. the way they're built and all that because it's, it's – uh, 
factory yeah, you know you it's like they're, they're busting they're, out hundreds of exactly to get strings well that that's there, what i'm saying yeah, there's probably a tolerance so it's, yeah there's you know, a tolerance who, who knows them. there could be a quarter inch tolerance that as long as well it, it was, it, as long as it's in there it was like that one specific you know it was I mean? like that one bow we were working on here that if you spec'd out the strings the bow wouldn't tune oh kevin's bow probably you know what you know I what i mean remember when we had to uh do kind of a custom cable on it oh yeah his solar yeah. cam yeah yeah but that's what I'm saying. That was, like that was crazy because that length didn't exist, right? We you had to customize that yeah. length, even though we used Matthew's length, mm-hmm. it was still wrong. So yeah, I don't. That's yeah, what I'm it, saying. It was so crazy. But w- once he shortened the the cable, made a different cable, it tuned out. Boom! Right away. And Kevin, he was so happy. But that's what I'm saying. Like, there's a lot of variances that come out of manufacturers, right? Mm-hmm. So it's uh, if you have any doubt on your current strings that you have. You know, the easiest, obviously the easiest way to do it uh, is to go down to your local bow shop and say, hey, I need a set of strings, right? And then they give you the set of strings yep. that they recommend. But if you're looking for a custom set of strings, obviously go with Archery Gates Custom Strings. Cause yeah, and also, too, I believe, you know, with the discount, Ridge 15, with 15% off your strings. That's yeah. correct. Even Evan's strings are, I think, more affordable than, say, other manufacturers that are out right. there. And you may get a better product no you will get a better product you know what i'm saying well oh. i hope i hope to yeah, well, yeah I know, <laughs> oh, that's right. why i said may you may that's like i mean well you get the pro- i don't want to promise everybody the moon but you know you have abs- makes great strings you absolutely will get a better product you'll get a person on the other end of the line that you talk yeah. to you know you'll get them made to your specs you'll get them made to the color scheme that you want and evan works mm-hmm. with you you know yeah for flat rate i don't care what two colors you choose or what color for the serving material 100 bucks for any two colors any serving material if you want more custom stuff the price does go up from there right but i'm not like other string manufacturers though they do black and brown with black serving here's the lowest price and if you want custom colors there's another 20 30 bucks on it or whatever right, right. whatever they want to charge to it absolutely you know i like to have that custom factor you know it's not yeah. going to charge me cost me any more to make you a string that's a different color than yeah someone else's you know right so why should i have to charge you more right Exactly. Good. Yeah, that's, that's, that's good. good stuff. That's good point. And let's see. Well, um, well listen, you got I, anything I just, else, John? Yeah, I was just like, um, <laughs> I just drew blank. You drew blank. You yeah, got anything I was, was going to go into like, so basically all the colors and everything, everything mm-hmm. costs the str- the same, right? Yep. No matter color. There, there's no price difference for be, this fluorescent versus this brown or. No, colors won't be any more or any less. Material difference will be. Right. Okay. Because different, yeah. different yeah, quality the different, material will be different. Yeah. The different, uh, I guess, uh, mm-hmm. model yeah. of the fiber. So, so basically, um, the older stuff you have is is less. Well, not I wouldn't say older stuff, but um, just a different, more different more dyneema, fiber, more spectra, less vectron into it, like more right. of the the recurve or crossbow stuff. Right. They won't be as stiff of materials like you put on your hunting okay. compound bow. Yeah. So those would generally cost less. What, okay. What do you use on a crossbow string? D97 is the most you would want to use. You don't want to use X99, 452X is too stiff for you, the crossbow. You need to have some stretch because yeah. of the, it needs to have some give or mm-hmm. it will blow up, huh? Yep. Now, why is that? All, all the energy put into of, it. A lot of oh, shock okay. load. It's got like more shock. More more power on it. Right. You know, yeah. you know they're, they're shooting like 400 feet per second. Or, shooting laser beams. So... Oh, okay. Yeah, you ever pull back crossbow? Scary. No. no. It's straight scary. Anybody that pulls back crossbow, I think straight scary. I let my, oh. co- I let my cousin do it for me. <laughs> I've watched Evan do a lot of them, and it's scary. There, right. there was actually one that did frighten me at Faith. It was an older, much older bear one. 
And the dude's like, yeah, I, I cocked it back and I shot it and went through all my walls. I don't know what I did. <laughs> oh. I'm like, well, one, you shouldn't be shooting in your house like that. You shot it in so, his house? Yeah. So <laughs> At the couch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I, I, I was there. I cocked it back. I put the bolt in it. And I was keeping it pointed towards the targets, kind of away from everyone. And as soon as I took the safety off, that thing fired. Oh, it did. My hand wasn't nowhere near the trigger. Went up I, into I've the seen, ceiling tiles. I've seen Evan's <laughs> face after messing with some crossbows, and his eyes are like this big. And he, I'm like, oh god, he's on the crossbows. And yeah. I'm like picking up my phone. I have 911 just ready to send. You hit it and get, like, get get EMS <laughs> on the way. Da- man down. Yeah. You know, crossbows are scary. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Those those you want to make sure you have special care for. Obviously, strings you change them as much as you would a compound bow. Right. Like you want to make sure your rails lubricated for that, otherwise you will wear through the string and will break on you. Right. You know you still want to wax the string like you would a compound bow too. Okay. All right. Yeah, man. Well, listen, man. We appreciate it. Thanks, Thanks for Evan. coming in, dude. Yeah. yeah. Thanks you for having me. Give yourself a plug real quick for the end. Yeah. Whatever yeah. your uh, social media is and all that stuff. Yeah, we're on Instagram. Just search up Archer Geek Custom Strings. Uh, we will be on Facebook soon. Uh, website is in the works in the next couple months. So. Right anticipating with everything going on sweet uh so yeah that should be hopefully running soon yeah well guys listeners with uh make sure you reach out to evan and and use the promo code ridge 15 uh get 15 percent off your next set of strings and and uh enjoy them man john you got anything that's it you know just uh thank you evan thanks evan appreciate it bro i appreciate your strings yeah and uh just you know shout out sd muley's Yep. And legendary San Diego hunter, Bill Simmons. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you.